Fostering with Love, Episode 5, for Wednesday, August 11th, 2010. And then there were five. Hey everybody, my name is Dan, and I am a foster parent. In this episode, I've got a lot to cover. We have had a second placement of a nine-month-old boy. It's been fun having five of us in our family now. Uh, There's my wife and I, our two-year-old bio son, and then a little guy who just now turned four months, who we've had for about a month. And now, just over a week, we've had a a little nine-month-old. So, uh, what comes along with all that? Well, right now, we have three kids in diapers, so uh, we get to spend a lot of the day changing little butts. (laughs) Um, At least they're cute butts, but, uh, you know, these guys are, uh, there's three of them, and just like everyone else, they need to go potty all the time, and so we get to change diapers all the time. But, uh, you know what? You get used to it. It's not the end of the world. Um, another thing that's helping is, uh, the nine month old is quite a big boy. And so he actually fits in the same diapers we use on our two year old. So there's only uh, two different kinds of diapers that we have to buy. Uh, so that kind of keeps it easy. There aren't three different sizes we have to go and get for the three little guys. Uh, So the nine-month-old is very cute, um, very chubby. He he weighs the same as our two-year-old, I'll just say that. (laughs) But he's a cutie, and uh, he can sit and crawl a little bit, and um, for the most part, he's a pretty happy boy. Kind of throws a fit when it's time for him to eat, and he's not getting the bottle right away as soon as he's decided he's hungry. But he's a good eater. Um, Another thing that makes it easy, having three kids, two and under, in diapers, uh, for feeding, is that the little nine-month-old guy can feed himself. We make him a bottle, and he's able to hold it and chug the whole thing down. And another nice thing, you don't have to burp him. Uh, The little four-month-old is actually a pretty good burper, which has been really nice. You don't have to just sit there and keep on patting their back and try a different position, maybe they'll burp better this way, and um, he usually will burp right away, so that's been nice. Um, Other than having a bottle, the little nine-month-old guy is able to eat with us as well, so uh, we have my wife and I sit with our son in a little high chair right next to the table, and then um, in another high chair, we've got the nine-month-old, and he can eat kind of the main course of whatever we are having. So that's been nice. It's less work. Um, one thing I would like to talk about is how our bio son has uh, done with all of this. Um, he likes the boys, and he really has become attached to the now four-month-old. And uh, I think if that guy doesn't end up staying with us for adoption, he's going to be with us for a while. But if we don't end up adopting him and he goes back home... Um, that's going to be really hard for our son. Every morning, it's really sweet. He wakes up, we get him up, change him, and he goes upstairs with us, and 
the first thing he does is goes and finds the baby and says his name and gives him a kiss on the forehead or a kiss on the leg. It's really sweet. And um, sometimes when the baby's crying, our son will walk up to him and say, Hey, baby! And kind of talk to him like we do in in a soothing tone when he's crying. (laughs) It's adorable. But it it is going to be very hard if uh, this guy ends up going home for our son. And I'm sure that will be a whole other podcast episode. But hopefully we will get to adopt him and that won't happen. He he doesn't seem to be as attached to the nine-month-old. And that may just be because we've had him for about a week, whereas we've had the other guy for over a month now. But I, I'm not so sure because uh, we had the four-month-old's older sister for th- only three days, and our son will still talk about her sometimes. And I think that's because she was just a little older than him by only a year, so they could play together and talk, and and she was his friend. And she's still a name that he says when we, we pray at night, and we say you know, who do you want to pray for? And he'll list off his four or five friends, and she's usually one of them. So we'll see how that goes, but in the meantime, we're going to have him for a while, and hopefully uh, we'll end up adopting him. Um, But if not, you know, one of the main goals of foster care is reunification. So if he ends up going back with his bio mom, you know, maybe that's what's best for him and her, and that would be great. And uh, we would encourage the bio mom and try and be a support system for her if that happened. All right, so uh, what's it been like going from a family of three to a family of five? There's certain things that are very different, but a lot of them haven't uh, really been as bad as we were thinking they would be. For instance, when we're going to the grocery store, um, obviously my wife waits till I can be home to help her not only carry in all the groceries, but just get all the kids out of the car to go into the store. But we've got a pretty good system going. Uh, the four-month-old stays in his car seat, which goes in the front of the shopping cart. Or maybe one of us will carry him if we need to put a lot of groceries in the cart. But if we're just going to pick up a few things, we do that, and then the nine-month-old sits in the cart right in front of where you push it, in the little seat that folds down. And then our two-year-old son walks alongside of us. However, usually he likes to get right underneath you and help push the cart. So that works well because he stays nearby. (laughs) And it's pretty cute, like most things he does. So going to the store really hasn't been that bad. They're all, you know, maybe we're really lucky that they're all pretty happy babies. And our son's very well behaved. So it just really helps. But if one of us were to go to the store with three of the kids, which my wife has to do sometimes... You know, she says it works out, but it's just a lot of work getting three kids out of car seats and carrying two kids while the other one walks. Uh, I don't envy her in that while I'm sitting in my cubicle at work. Uh, One other thing I wanted to talk about was now that we have two kids, nine and four months old, doesn't that take time away from our son? You know, and there's no way it can't. But uh, something we've done is, uh, with a bedtime routine, we've tried to kind of keep that the same as it's always been for our son. I have one baby handed to me, and I'll give them a bath, and then I'll hand them off to my wife. She'll dry them off, get them changed in in their pajamas, and usually fed, and then uh, down for bed. While she hands me the second baby, I'll give him a bath, 
<laughs> get him all cleaned up, and then we will get him changed and fed and laid down. Then I'll Seth will either either been in the bath the whole time while I'm giving the two babies a bath, or I'll do him last, and we kind of play with toys and uh, bath time's a fun time. And then we go down after he's been changed in his pajamas and all that. And we'll both read books with him and then sing songs and then pray. And then we'll late and then we'll we'll go. But we spend a good little amount of time with him before he goes to sleep. And I think that's been important just that he knows we're still there for him. And, and we, you know, we enjoy that time with him. So I think that's been important and uh, it's been good. All right, so next uh, I wanted to talk about uh, the place I work at is really awesome, and uh, we have a company picnic every summer, and this year, <laughs> you know, I haven't talked to, I, I don't talk all that often to most of my coworkers unless it's about work-related stuff. Uh, if I see them in the halls, it's just, hey, how's it going? And, you know, I've told a few of them uh, that we've been doing foster care, but a lot of them walking up to my wife and I, hey, Dan, uh, I thought you only had one. <laughs> and they see two extra ones. So that's been cool. Um, you know, everyone's actually been very uh, kind with only positive things to say and encouragement. And um, a lot of them have kind of had wide eyes and said, must be pretty busy at home. But, uh, you know, they've all been really nice about it. and. Uh, it was definitely uh, fun because we're both only 27 years old. My wife hasn't even turned 27 yet. And at one point we were like, I think everyone must think we're crazy being as young as we are and having three kids <laughs> like this. But um, you know what? It's an adventure and it's fun. And I hope you can hear that in my voice. Uh, there's definitely times where I'm stressed out, but it's usually when I'm awake in the middle of the night changing or feeding or something, which hasn't been happening too often. They're all sleeping pretty well, but uh, it's just not as crazy as we thought it would be. And I think that most of that, I will say, is because my wife has gotten them all on a schedule, and it's just really helped them to be happier, to sleep more. Uh, and I'll use that as a segue to talk about the nine-month-old. Um, at first, when we laid him down at the same time, uh, for naps as our two-year-old, he would just scream. He would not take a nap. And when we lay him down for bed at night, he would scream for quite a while. But now he's doing much better. He, I guess, slept for like two hours or more yesterday. And um, that's great because he would go the whole two and a half hours of nap time just not wanting to sleep and crying. Uh, and he needs a nap, so it's been really good. We think maybe he was left in his crib a lot during the day, and so he associates a crib with being left alone during the daytime when he wants to be out around people. Well, you know, we're not sure. We're just guessing, but it, it sure seems like that. And maybe now he's learning that a crib is where I go to sleep. And so he, he's gotten a lot better, and just like everything else... Um, it's really hard at first, but it's all been getting better, and he's taking good a good nap, one good long nap during the day, and he's sleeping through the night, and, you know, he doesn't really cry for very long at all when we lay him down for uh, 
bedtime at night. So that's been great. All right. Um, the last thing I want to talk about was really cool. Uh, our church did this uh, kind of special Sunday service, uh, just one in the afternoon out in a park with a potluck. And if you guys don't know what a potluck is, it's where everyone brings food and then you all share it and eat together. And there were a lot of us there, so there was a lot of good food. But, you know, our pastor sent out an email just saying, you know, hey, I just want to encourage you guys, invite your neighbors. It's going to be a fun time just getting together, eating good food, hanging out, little music and a little uh, talk at the end. So um, we invited the bio mom and her husband, and they actually are both Christians, uh, very young Christians. And um but they do have a church they go to. It sounds like they attend pretty regularly. And it was really cool to get to know them and meet them because I've never met them before. My wife has. But in this setting, it was really cool. It wasn't uh, at a doctor's appointment or before or after a visit with their kids. Um, you know, it wasn't rushed. So uh, since all of them wouldn't fit with us, my wife had uh, all the kids except the nine-month-old was with me in my car because uh, the three-year-old older sister of our four-month-old boy was uh, coming along too. And so they all rode in our big Honda Pilot, which we've had for only a couple months now. We really love it, by the way. And uh, my little Honda Civic, the husband and our nine-month-old foster child rode with me. And, you know, as soon as we shook hands and got in the car, we were talking about music and we like some of the same kind of music some some of the rock and roll and heavier stuff and um that was really cool and then he just kind of opened up immediately and like just turned on a dime and just spilled out his whole life story to me without me saying anything we were just talking about music and then all of a sudden he was just telling me <laughs> everything and you know I just listened and nodded my head, and, and when I could, I gave him words of encouragement because he's really turned his life around, and, you know, I just kept saying how awesome that is, and, um, but it was really good to meet, to meet him, and, you know, we had a nice long car ride to the church service, and then when we got there, everyone was just waiting in line to get food, and then we sat and ate for a while, and then the kids played in a little water thing at the park, and and then the music and the uh, sermon at the end were pretty short. So it was a great time to just relax, socialize, talk a lot. And um, that went really well. It was really cool. It, You know, I think it could have been a lot more awkward. Um, but one thing that may have helped is they're not too much older than us. They're pretty much our age. And they're, you know, thirty around 30. And... We just treated them like they were our friends because they are our friends. And I think it was great to just hang out with them and just be their friends. And, you know, it really wasn't that awkward. It was like they were friends who brought their three-year-old daughter and then helped us care for uh, the little four-month-old. They were holding him the whole time, and it was kind of like an extra visit for them, but... You know, I think we really lucked out. Uh, they're both really nice people, very easy to get along with. They've had a lot of uh, hard times in their past, and 
you know, a lot of bad decisions, poor decisions. Um, but you know, uh, I think that they're, they're trying to start turning their life around and that's really cool to see. And it's really cool to be someone who can be an encouragement for them. So I just wanted to talk about that and how, you know, something that could have been pretty awkward just ended up being fun and a great opportunity to hang out with the parents of one of our foster kids. And uh, it, it was just a great setting to get to know them more. And so that was cool. If you'd like to know more about foster parenting, there's a couple links on the right-hand side of my website. And there's also another great podcast that has over 80 episodes to listen to all kinds of stories from two different foster parents um, over at fosterpodcast.com. The Foster Parenting Podcast is a great resource for finding out what it's like to be a foster parent. Find the blog that goes with this podcast at fosteringwithlove.blogspot.com. And I'm on Twitter now as at fosterwithlove. And with that, I will wish you a great week. God bless, and I'll talk to you later. Music used was Fresh, Deep Drum and Bass, Volume 2, by DJ Kraus. Found at archive.org. This podcast is licensed under a Creative Commons, Attribution, Non-Commercial, No Derivative Works, 3.0 U.S. License.